0: Hello everyone, welcome to Free Reverie, hosted by your one and only Jujubee. If you haven't noticed, that's me. This is a podcast talking about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on my social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Now let's get talking. Symphony. Free, free, free. Welcome to another podcast, The Free Reverie. I have someone completely different, and again, and it's not a musician, because I have too many on my show right now. Um, so would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, yeah, I'm Linda Riesenberg-Fissler. I'm an artist and an author and a podcaster as well as an instructor. So I instruct oil painting at a local uh, art center in Middletown, Ohio, and i um, Right from my house, so usually write about 2,000 words a day. I'm on book five of my series of um, kind of mystery thriller novels and a little bit of political intrigue and espionage. I don't know, I guess I couldn't decide on a genre, so I just started writing all of them. <laughs> that's <laughs> the same the with this
0: podcast. I couldn't decide on a topic, so I was like, to hell with it, we're going to talk about anything and everything, so
1: that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me. It's like, oh, I like this idea, I'll go right on this for a while. So
0: It's that typical stance of that a woman can't make up her mind. You guys, it's true, I can't because I like to talk about everything. So, yeah, I feel you there. I don't think I could rely on like I just want to write this because then you want to be like, well, I want to be romantic too, and then yeah,
1: yeah, there's there's a love triangle in there too, and and then you're like, you gotta have the evil person. Oh, I have more than one evil person because they're the fun, they're the fun ones to write. Yeah,
0: ooh, and then if you had a sex symbol who is also evil person, that's even better. And you're like, "Mm, is he good or is he bad? And you would never know. And then you have the girl sleep with him, and then you find out he's evil. You're like, ooh, he did her wrong. then you're like, this is turning out to be a drama. And then we're like, oh, my goodness. And then you turn around, and he's she killed who? And then you're like, oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, I would be the same person. I'd be like, we got to incorporate this and this and this.
1: Yeah, the interesting thing with the book, I call it the blind series. There are um, four books out currently published. And it's really kind of interesting because um, there's the MI6 agent, there's a female attorney, and then there's a senator who later becomes president during the series, and there's a love triangle between that. And I have like half of my fans are like, "Oh, I just love Sean. That's the MI6 agent. You know, the James Bond thing. You know, oh, I just love Sean. He's so cool. You know, and everybody hates the the president, the the senator." His name is Bobby Jenkins, and it's just like <laughs> everybody hates Bobby because you know he's a politician, so everybody hates him. And and I ran into one fan who had came up and I said who was talking to me, and and I said something about, you know, well I guess I'm going to have everybody mad at me in the upcoming book. And she said why? And I said well I said I'm really getting tired about writing Sean and and Nicole all the time. I said I don't know. I said I'm still trying to figure it out. And she looked at me and she said I want her to be with Bobby. And I was like are you kidding me? You're like the first one. <laughs> you know? it's just, so we had this wonderful conversation about why she wanted Nicole with Bobby. And I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, you know, she's really reading my books. She's really getting into there and, and catching those little things that I say that kind of push Nicole towards Bobby, the character, Bobby. So it's really kind of interesting that, that she actually picked up on those little nuances that I have in there. And, and it's, you know, I have fun writing it so
0: right. so <laughs> you know, she's almost kind of playing like what's it called devil's advocate where you're like okay so you know where you're taking different scenarios almost she's kind of like this needs to happen and then that way it could carry on to another book
1: well it's it's exactly what you and I were kind of talking about what I call in the green room before we started taping yeah it's really kind of interesting because you found out it's all about growth and it's the same thing when you're writing a book. Each character has to grow. If they get stagnant, if I get tired of writing the same scenes or I keep feeling like I'm saying the same thing or the same thing keeps happening to the characters, you know, in their relationship, something's got to give, you know, somebody's got to grow. And if, and the one thing that, um, I always think of as, the MI6 agent, you know, he's always there to protect her and she always has to be in distress and you know and the uh, other character Bobby, you know, he's all for feminism and women's lib and you know, get out there and make your life, honey and, and all that kind of stuff and and it's really kind of like I said it's interesting to see and then the age group that that affects too, you know. So what
0: if what if he had a twist where she used Bobby's like power, sort of, or just technically money, to 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 get training, yeah to get training to um defend herself. And there's actually a stance where she actually saved the the agent's life.
1: Well, she knows how to use a gun. So I mean, um, with her
0: body, like martial arts stuff, whatever. Oh you yeah,
1: know. no, I'm not into that. So. <laughs> Oh well, hey, um, she no. shot my
0: idea down, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, you have
1: to. Well, no, you have to understand. I, the the books are set in 1980,
0: so. Oh well, I haven't read your books, so I yeah, just yeah. kind of like spewing whatever. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So I mean, if, if it was now, that would like you know if if, if the if it took place in in this time frame in the 2000s and you know right around this time, you, that would that would work out really well, but in 1980 I grew up, you know, I was, I graduated from high school in 1979. So, uh, a lot of the research that I did for the books at this time were, was done in, um, 1980, 81, because the first book, uh, with working at Procter and Gamble took me that long to write. And, uh, it came out and self-published in, in 2015. So, and that was only, <laughs> that was only after I found a script that was rejected. And the guy that rejected it, um, wrote me basically the steps I needed to do to get the script resubmitted to uh, it was for Star Trek, the next generation. He wrote um, this whole letter out and said, you know, you need an agent. It needs to be submitted through an agent. And, you know, please see attached the agents list that, you know, I've put in here. And, you know, and I'm like sitting here reading this letter because I found it down in my art studio, which we haven't talked about painting yet, but we'll get to that. But it was really kind of interesting because I just kind of, read this letter and I started looking through stuff and I just like literally walked over and hit my head against the wall. It's like, how stupid were you when you were 22 years old?
0: So it's, I wouldn't know. That was only three years ago to, for me. <laughs> it's been a long time for me.
1: So, so I was like, you know, I just kind of like, Oh my gosh. You know, here I, I thought at 22 that the guy basically told me I didn't know how to write. And, um, you know, then at uh you know over 50 <laughs> i started <laughs> you know, actually self-publishing and uh, have been having fun with that ever since so
0: yeah well i'm i look at your pictures and you do not look 50 i must let you know that you look <laughs> freaking fantastic you're kind of well, like my mom you guys don't age yeah I have a <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm
0: just like i'm probably going to be the one that stops that I'm just saying like, if I, if I keep up the way I'm going right now, I've already got bags under my eyes. I'm like, Oh my goodness. And I'm like, this takes too much effort to keep your body looking good. And I'm, uh, I'm really trying. I'm trying to get back into shape. I'm like, you just hear me going
1: <sighs> <sighs> everywhere.
0: <laughs> I'm like, dripping well, yeah, I'll probably
1: be running. I'm sorry. I'm, I was going to say, I'll probably be running out of energy pretty soon because my husband and I did a 26 mile ride on our bicycles today. And, Congratulations! And, uh, yeah, thank you. We try to get in anywhere from sixty to to seventy five to one hundred miles a week. So nice. Um, yeah, so it's you know trying to fit painting and writing and I mean and you know how it is. You've got your family and you know, it's just kind of crazy.
0: It is, but um, I I um, I get it because I get motivated because I do Zumba twice a week and mm. I just now joined another class. I'm doing too much because I'm so sore. Um, but I'm taking up some self-defense classes and, um, another exercise class. So I'm like working out six days a week instead of oh, five. Good
1: for you. Yeah. yeah good for yeah, you. I'm you am trying. together.
0: I'm trying, but my son, the first class that I took on this extra class, he was good halfway through just an angel and then he wanted to be clingy. <laughs> So, as I'm doing squats, I'm having to hold my son while doing squats across the room. People are like, <laughs> you're going. I was like, he's killing me. I'm like, oh, my God. And I was like, Parker, seriously, can I put you down? Oh, no, he didn't want to put me down. And I'm like, my legs literally are trembling because I, I just wanted to stand. It was so bad. <laughs> and then she goes, last set is wall, sits." I'm like, Yerk. oh, I was just, I was like, you're looking at me in pain and you did this to me on purpose. And I looked at Parker and I was like, are you happy? And he's just, like, <laughs> he's just giggling. I was like, good. I'll remember this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, him yeah. and I have such a good relationship. Good. I mentioned um, to most people, I'm like, my, little, my son's a year and a half and he'll sit back in the car and his jam right now is earth, wind and fire.
1: great
0: band yeah well he loves like the oldies and stuff like he'll if you play any of the new stuff he kind of like hesitates for a second he'll just jam out to the beat but if you play some oldies like we he jammed out to chicago one day i was like what i'm like (laughs) i didn't even play this for you i'm just like it just came on the radio just one day and i'm like now i know you're another old soul I'm like mm-hmm. great.
1: <laughs> yeah, well you just like two bands that I grew up with. So yeah. <laughs> Chicago. Well, my parents when played fired. them a
0: lot. My my um my parents played a lot of the oldies and stuff like that a lot when I was growing up and I do appreciate it. Um, and that's why I kind of mix it up for my son. I don't want him just to listen to the oldies. I want him to listen to a mix of the new, a mix of, like, what could be, whatever. Um, because I am, I was in band in high school, and I appreciate all genres, and I want him to do the same, because I don't know what he's going to be when he grows up. I don't know. He's taken an interest. He loves to dance. He's just like his mama, and, um, he, he does that, and he took an interest, and basketball like he he's very observant there's some kids that take it immediately and there's some kids that don't and he's just someone that if he watches you do it once he's gonna do it he's gonna copy exactly the way you do it you know he may need a little help here and there but he's he's absolutely amazing I'm just, I don't know what you're gonna do and I don't know how I'm gonna explain this to you when you grow up that your mom isn't as smart as you're gonna be but I don't know you know eventually I'll figure that out Or you'll just figure that out on your own when you're like, Mama, can you help me with the homework? I'll be like, no, honey, I can't do that. (laughs) I can't do that at all. (laughs) He'll figure it out, I'm pretty sure. I'm smart but to an extent, but he's just taken on so much. I'm like, are you really my son? You know? Yeah, he's... If you look on my Instagram, he is just... He's going to be so much trouble. So much, because he's such a looker. He did. He knew the eyebrow trick towards women at seven months old. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now if he wants to get what he wants, he flashes those little eyelashes, which men, you guys always get the good parts, okay? <laughs> um, he flashes those eyelashes, and then he does a little half smile like Elvis, and he just, he bats them, and he, he knows how to get what he wants because you're just like, oh, you're so cute. And once you say that, he knows he's got you.
1: Yep. Yeah, well, like I always said, the uh, man upstairs makes sure that babies, cats, and puppies, kittens, and puppies are cute.
0: So, so he's going to be the devil when he gets older, basically?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you're I'm just saying that he's gonna I'm sure there's enough trouble that he gets into at this point that oh my he's god! to like, Thank God you're cute. Yeah, <laughs> so no just, kidding. I tell my kittens, thank God you're cute. Yeah. So. I'm like, you're going to raise my electric bill because you keep turning on the damn dishwasher and rinsing <laughs> it's like the
0: third freaking time. And yeah, you better, I, you're lucky I love you. It's what I tell them all the time. You're lucky <laughs> oh my goodness i'm so tired of having those things dry for the third time because he turns on the dishwasher and you have to wait and hold that for freaking three seconds and then it doesn't work and you're like there it goes again and you open it and everything is soaked again (laughs) oh my gosh i'm like he's raising hell i can't stand it (laughs) i told his dad i was
1: like we have to do something right now
0: (laughs) oh my goodness how many kids do you have
1: Um, I don't have any kids, unfortunately, Um, not for lack of trying. I had a lot of miscarriages and
0: I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's
1: okay. Um, You know, it's it just wasn't meant to be. And uh, because of that, I started to actually explore painting and got back into my writing. And um, my husband and I have a very good relationship. So. It's one of these things, you know, like we bike together and we're best friends. So you guys are
0: the relationship goal um, couple, basically, because everyone's supposed to idolize that type of relationship, the closeness.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to laugh through a lot of stuff. And we're going to be coming up on our 35th year of marriage in August. So, um, yeah. So it's it's congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. A lot of
0: people don't make it that far. Yeah, it's
1: you know not nowadays. It it's it, you know commitment's a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know that, and um oh yeah, it's just one of those. You know, one of those things that we've had our each of us have put each other through trials. <laughs> so it's, oh my gosh,
0: it's I can't imagine.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's been it's been interesting. It's been a fun. Uh, can't imagine being. Uh, here without him, uh, he feels the same way, so it's been uh, really nice from that standpoint. He had a really bad fall on his bicycle um, a year, I guess, a year and a, a little over a year and a half ago. Uh, he had three brain bleeds and, and the most severe concussion you can get. I got a call from the hospital saying it was in ICU. Got up there, and they're telling me everything that's wrong with him, and, and I just kind of stood there and listened to him, and I said, going to be a long recovery. And I said, you have to give me what long means because I have decisions to make if what you're telling me is what I think you're telling me. Right. And, you know, he said, um, well, probably seven to 10 days in ICU and three to six months rehab. And I was like, oh my God, you know, so I said, okay, thanks. And I heard this little voice in my head that just said, no, nah, he's going to be home by Saturday or Sunday. And everybody was out of the room, and I just leaned over and whispered in his ear, come back to me. And he is fine. He was home on Sunday from the hospital. Wow. And the doctors were, like, um, looking at me because I had been, like, 48 hours of him leaving the hospital just to make sure everything was okay. And he's reading the reports, and he's looking at me, and he's looking at the report, and he's looking at my husband, and he's like, what is he doing sitting here? And I'm like, I guess it was a miracle. So, right yeah it was, miracle. it
0: was me telling him he's not dying without me that's what it is it's he's <laughs> not going anywhere until yeah. we until uh, i say so yeah.
1: <laughs> yep so Basically. Yeah, it's exactly what happened yeah so he came back and um he's been doing well ever since like i said we've gone out biking we um have a good time and you are his he,
0: lifeline
1: i guess so <laughs> Oh,
0: so, that is so sweet
1: yeah so it, yeah so it's it's been good he's he's been through some health issues with me earlier on so i knew he was a keeper so <laughs> that is and so you know fantastic. especially you know hanging in um not to gloss over the the miscarriage thing i mean that that's really really is a struggle for a number of reasons don't and you know, I don't. I don't want people to think that it was just like, oh well, you know, it was over. No, no it, it took I its just, emotional toll. I,
0: I just didn't want that to be a focus. So I was just kind of, yeah. you know, um, moving forward a little bit so that way it wasn't. You know, I, I don't want my podcast to be so down because I am right, right. so sorry that happened to you. But you see the. The um, I guess the silver lining in it all is um, I guess you get to focus on your passions and um, exactly. You if guys I... are happy. You guys are obviously doing well. I mean, that is just yeah. such uh, an amazing story to me. Yeah. That that's like the life like lifetime movie where you see. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm the gushy kind of person. I love to see those <laughs> lifetime stuff. Even though if I've seen it like three times, I'm like. Oh, I just, like, I, I cry because I'm like, if that ever happened to me type thing. Yeah. Um, so does he kind of participate in your podcast at all? Like, what does he do?
1: Uh, no, he um, he manages finances and does a lot of the physical stuff around our house, like uh, taking care. I planted the flowers. Now it's his turn to take care of them for the rest of the summer. <laughs> 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 I'm not the watering type. It's like, yeah, they're in the ground, whatever.
0: (laughs) You're like, they look cute, but it's your job to keep them that way. (laughs) Right. So, so
1: so he does, he does a lot of that kind of stuff and we split chores and, and all of that. Um, he's really into cycling, bicycling and, um, photography. He does photography. Um, he's always, you know, available to help a hand, you know, give a helping hand to people. So he's very generous that way. Um, you guys want to know in
0: your community then?
1: Uh yeah. You know, we just we actually last year just um chaired the big one of the big charity events in our little town. Uh it's called the charity ball. Uh we were asked to be chairman and chairpersons, I guess you could say, of the event. So it took a year to plan it and um it oh happened goodness, last December. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big thing. Oh my um, goodness. It raises money for a woman's endowment. Um at, at the hospital in town. And
0: oh, so women
1: yeah. can, because of this ball, it's a big, you know, extravagant kind of ball, long dresses and tucks, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the, the That money goes to the endowment and the endowment provides women's health um, things. So a woman could, if she doesn't have the money to have a mammogram, they can go to uh, the hospital and say they need a mammogram and, um, but they don't have the money, and then the that will be taken out of the endowment and paid for for them to have the oh, that's you know awesome. those kind of things. So that's what the money was raised for. and um and that was like in December. So it took us, you know, we started planning it probably in March. and then like I said, the event was the first weekend in December. And so it, that's how long it took to. To, to plan everything.
0: Well, it's kind of um, crazy. It's planned in December, you know, because it's for Christmas time. So you guys just—that's <laughs> a lot of money to spend, you know. But um, I see the good in it too. Do they happen to have um, funds for men
1: too? Oh, they have a lot of different foundations. Uh, this just happens to be the the, the, the women's. People, yeah, funds. the people that put it on are the uh, Federation of. Um, women's clubs from okay. the Middletown, Ohio area. So um, it's, so that's why it's focused on, on the women. Um, okay. But like I said, it's not the only, it's not the only uh, endowment, if you will, that the hospital has, they have a lot of different, different ones. Okay.
0: So, so I was going to say, cause there's men out there too that could use that too, not for mammograms, you guys, but I'm saying for like, <laughs> um, <laughs> get in check to make sure y'all are clean because you know, things do happen. Although
1: yeah. well, men men can have breast cancer, so remember that, guys.
0: Yeah, you guys uh, can, but I was just talking about mammograms.
1: Right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess you can, uh, but I never, I don't think. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I guess nowadays you could.
1: So. Oh, yeah, there's been a number of cases that have, I mean, it's, it's not what you would call common, but... Um, there have been—I mean, I've seen—I've read a number of different stories about men who discovered that they have had breast cancer, and unfortunately, the discovery comes like stage four, the yeah, you know very you know. elevated ones. Yeah, because they don't—they don't understand. So it's going to start to get more and more attention, I'm sure. Well, I'm I don't, sure they're going to
0: have some more tests, like probably a procedure to check men just in case, because I'm sure, like if they were to have one, it's. It's pretty small, like, to not even feel it. And then, you know, you're just letting it go. Right. So. Yep. Hmm.
1: so yeah. So.
0: I didn't think about that. So now I know what to do with my boyfriend when he comes over. <laughs> Here we go.
1: <laughs> I yeah, know what to show do. show him how to do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Rotate. You got to get underneath <laughs> there. <laughs> I will definitely do that. He'll, he'll probably like it too much. So I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. He, he He's kinky, guys. He He's k- too kinky, and I know that's too much to be said, but I'm going to flat out say it because he'll admit it, too, because he ain't shy. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't shy at all. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so uh, I didn't even think about it that way okay all right so what else so, do you yeah, like now we do?
1: yeah now we educated them on a number of different things here haven't we so.
0: <laughs> that's what i like about my podcast is that we talk about a little bit of anything and everything that's why i do not like being organized with questions because that's not how a conversation is like you, you come up with a question within the question like if mm-hmm. something were to come up you're like okay well i want to ask this too so that's yep. how, I don't want you. I want everyone to learn about who you are, and what you're about. I love to learn about different people. I just love it. Yep. Y'all's stories are just awesome. So um, what else do you like to do in your spare time then?
1: Uh, well, if I have any spare time, it's typically spent playing with my two kittens. And I saw um, them. they're so
0: cute.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, Prince Harry and Snickers. But I call Snickers actually little girl because she's she's smaller than he is, even though they're brother and sister
0: yeah.
1: um, but you, um,
0: like, you had a picture on your website, and you're like Snickers is the one looking at you. Can you guess why Linda named him Orange Kitty Prince Harry?
1: <laughs> yeah uh-huh oh yeah. and, so and he cute. Is, is ornery as Prince Harry was growing up, so that <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect name, so Aww. um yeah, so he was he's he's um. He's quite the, he's bigger, he's bigger boned, and he's taller than she is. Like, if you're standing side to side, his back is uh, is higher than hers. Um, her His legs are longer, but he's just brawny. And he's he's the brawn, she's the brains. So it's just amazing <laughs> that, I mean, you know, it's like, she'll figure, she'll be like, come on, follow me, I'll do this. And then you see him trying to do it, and he ends up falling. <laughs> you know, Aww. It's just but he's also a lover he's um you pick him the up cuddler. and he just kind of yeah he just mm-hmm. kind of melts when you pick him up he feels like i mean Aww. it's like trying to hold jello because he just lets go he just is very very free and you're and, like do you have legs <laughs> yeah. no. do you a spine it's like, you know, <laughs> what it's like are you net. and um and she on the other hand will not let my husband touch her at all um right. they were dumped in a dumpster um oh. By a man and who was caught on tape. And um, I don't know if they ever turned the tape over to the police or whatever. I, I don't know to. that side of the story, but they were dumped in a construction dumpster and a friend of a friend of mine pulled them out of the dumpster and they immediately ran underneath it. They were probably about oh six and a half months old at that time. Oh. And um, they kind of hung around with the construction crew for a while and, for about two weeks, I guess. And then the, the supervisor noticed my friend's friend um, bringing food and water to them. And she said, you know, I just want to let you know the dumpster they're living over under is being moved tomorrow. Um, so I don't know if you want to like take them in with you or whatever. So she called my friend who called her boyfriend and said, go over and get them." So he just went over, picked them up, threw them in the car, brought them back to her apartment. And then she kept them for about two weeks and uh, defleed them and and fed them and um, she was posting videos on Facebook of them and uh, I just kind of fell in love with them and said they need to be here so we went up Aww. and got them and they've been here ever since so they're just over we figure they're just over a year maybe a year and six weeks something like that so nice um, they remind me
0: of my my cats growing up yeah. Yeah. I grew up with um cats. I grew up with a couple dogs, but they were always outside dogs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but cats have always been in the house and the way that you just described them is the way that I grew up with mine kitties. Um, one was Smokey and one was Sylvester. Um Smokey was the one that was the jello.
1: <laughs> and
0: then Sylvester was the one that don't touch me, but he was awesome at catching mice because we lived in this house where there'd be mouse. So anytime there was a mouse you knew that Sylvester was about to kill it like instantly <laughs> um and it was really sad um when they passed and so then when we got another kitten his name is Finnegan and Mocha um Mocha we had to put outside because poor thing she wanted to piss everywhere and Aww. my mom was not having it and it was just one of those things like she I mean she was trained not to But, um, I think it was just, she got too comfortable. We don't know what, what was going on, but it was out of control to the point where the house was smelling daily. Hmm. And, um, so then Finnegan, he stayed. Um, Mocha, she lasted for a little while until she had babies for like the fourth time. And, uh, yeah, you guys, one thing about female cats is they can have several babies with different dads. Yes. That's crazy to think about, you know, um. Yeah, because you don't call a hat a hoe, a cat a hoe, you know, so you just like, oh, they're so cute. But if (laughs) anyone else, like a woman, like me, I would, you know, labeled. But yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so, um, so then uh, when I moved out, I got myself a little baby. Her name was Cottonbell, and I kept her um, until when I had my son, and I... I was really trying to make it work, but for some reason, she kept swatting at his head.
1: Oh, and yeah, And can't have it was,
0: that. No. And then she almost tried to bite him. She did not like him. And I said, I tried. I tried for two months. And then I asked my grandpa. I was like, can you please just take her? And I cried because I was like, I raised her from such a little kitten. She was a barn cat. Mm. And she's a beautiful white, beautiful white with blue eyes. And, um yeah. So now when I go over there to his house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she won't even come near me. Aww. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's sad. Yeah, but the little girl with me is um, she's, she comes in and cuddles up next to me and will purr for an hour when I'm in bed trying to get to sleep. So she'll be laying there purring, and as soon as I like my, my hand stops stroking her, all of a sudden this little paw comes up and starts hitting my lips. And it's like, <laughs> I want more. I want more, and oh. then and, and then she'll you know she'll crawl off after a while and she'll go to sleep. And then in the morning she comes in and she wakes me up by doing the same thing. So we have to cuddle oh. for an hour in the morning before I get up. So it's like, well, that's not I a mean, like, bad thing. No, but, no. Hmm. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of other you know really bad ways to wake up, but she's she just yes. And but and I come home and she won't go up to my husband. She'll only walk up to me. And if he, if she has to walk by my husband to get to me, he'll like reach down and try to pet her. And the look on her face and the way she rears back, is just like, <laughs> it's just oh like, like the one in the picture. She, <laughs> what? <laughs> she, just has this, she just, yeah, she, I mean, she just like, don't touch me. Like Tom will reach down and <laughs> try to touch her and, and she they're going, don't touch me, and then all of a sudden he'll be going, don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me, <laughs> and then he walks off, and he's, he just gets real upset with her because she just is not a, she's not into guys. She just wants to be by, <laughs> by me, by mama. So
0: well, a lot of guys have to learn out there that women tend to stick together.
1: So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she he probably did something that she didn't like, and she's holding it a grudge.
1: Like. Well, I you know I, if the, if it really is true that um, I didn't see the tape, but if it was a guy that dumped. Them off into the dumpster. I can yeah, I can imagine I guess, yeah. why she doesn't, but Harry um, doesn't seem to have a problem. He lets things just slide off his back. He's he's just so
0: he Smokey was like yeah. I don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's good. He's good with my husband, and uh, that's a good thing. So because one of us can handle one of them, I can't handle both of them at the same time. So <laughs> Tom, so it works out. He's got Harry. I've got little girl. So. Aww.
0: <laughs> they're so cute. So if you guys have any time, go to Linda, was it Fisler? Is that what you Fistler. said? Fisler. Fisler, I'm sorry, yeah. dot com. <laughs> and then you can see um the pictures of the two kitties. They are so cute. And I don't care if they're grown cats. I still say kitties because yeah. they'll always be kitties.
1: Yeah, I call them kitties. I don't call them cats.
0: No, cat just sounds very like blah. Like, I don't know, because it's just like it could be any cat. Or any mm-hmm. dog, but if you say kitty, it's like it's my baby. It's yeah, yeah, pretty much. And um, so, how do you feel about dogs? Then? Well, I had
1: a when, growing up. We had a dog. We had a beagle uh, who just about ripped off my big toe. <laughs> so, so, um not not real fond of beagles, but <laughs> but now <laughs> I, I love golden retrievers. And um, I, I always said that if um, I were Living on my own or whatever, I would have had a golden retriever with me. But um, my niece has one, um, and they helped train one, or they actually they kept one for a year, and then that that golden retriever became a service dog. So um, awesome. that, was, that was the contract. So the contract was that they would raise her and, and to be, you know, to up to a year, and then they would place her and be a service dog. And they just hap, happened to. Uh, get a visit from the one that is a service dog. So at, I guess over the past weekend or whatever, they had two two of the gold, two the golden retrievers in their home, but they're just beautiful dogs. I just love them and Irish setters. I like big dogs. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, because of what my beagle did, I, I'm not <laughs> very, very fond of, of smaller <laughs> dogs, but I love big big dogs like Irish setters and Russian wolfhounds and, Golden Retrievers and and um, things like Ugh, that. And, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they. Yeah. And I mean, I, I. It's not that I have anything against the smaller dogs. But uh-huh. I don't. I. But I. The big ones just you know grab my. They're heart more cuddle way. buddies. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, the small ones. I'm like, I don't want to step on you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I. I don't know. They just grab my heart quicker than than um, smaller dogs do. But I, I have to say anything. though I do think pugs are cute.
0: So mm. Pugs are, mm, I don't know. Well, but, I you know, know, my thing that.
1: comes from the guy with the, MI, you know, men in black, MIB, you know, when he's okay, shaking the pug. Okay, okay, yes.
0: I see, I see what you're saying now. Okay, yeah, that one pug, sure, but everyone else, like, mm, I don't know. Um, for I'm going to get hate
1: mail from all of the people who have small dogs out there. I can see it now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, everyone has their preferences. For me, I'm the same way with bigger dogs. It's because I grew up with bigger dogs and um but they're more or less outside but if i were to have any dog inside and i know it would be a hassle because of all the hair
1: mm-hmm. but
0: i would love to have a beautiful husky oh yeah. my goodness yeah. if they didn't shed as much as they did i probably would have one by now um mm-hmm. as for small dogs my friend actually has one that's a mix of a chihuahua and she actually saved her because she was one that was also abused The owner would throw her across the room. I mean, she's so tiny. And it's just like, this dog is so well-trained by her. Like, you go in, you're like, sweet pea, come here, sweet pea. And I love it. it. She's so cute. But I'm like, I couldn't deal with a small dog. I really couldn't. Yeah, the mess would be smaller. But mm, I don't know if I could do it. (laughs) Because I'm just like, I would be that person waking up in the middle of the night and trip and hurt the dog. And then it would be like... I just got paid and now my paycheck's paying for the, you know, the doctor's bill. That's what I'd be thinking. I'm like, oh, I couldn't afford it. It's too much.
1: Yep. Yeah. They do. They demand cats or dogs, kittens, whatever. They all demand attention.
0: Oh, yeah. Mine did too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I but they her. you get back in spades what they give you in in love. So I mean, you you love them a little bit, they give you a heck of a lot more. So
0: I know my grandpa actually hated the fact that I had my baby declawed. And I was like, there is a reason why I had my baby declawed because no matter how hard I trained her to not scratch at things, she was scratching at a place that I was renting at, like the walls like digging and I mean, it was just so bad. I was like, I can't do this. I would rather have her declawed because I would never put her outside. Mm-hmm. I could never because I'm too much in love with her. And so that's why I was like, can you please take her? Because she's swatting out my son. And it's not that she would hurt him because she was declawed. But it's the fact that she started to bite, trying mm-hmm. to bite his face. And he was a newborn at that right. time. Yep. And I'm like, she, once she starts doing that, she will always do that. It's not that something she'll grow out of. Like I, at first I thought, okay, he's new. And I'm like two months from now, she's still doing it. She's not warming up. She's mm-hmm. jealous. Yep. Because she's not getting a, as much attention. Yep. Yeah. So That's I was true. like, yeah, well, I'll just give it to my grandpa because he'll give her the attention she needs. Right. And she did. She had a best friend, and my grandpa has had a hard time because Misty, the cat that I named while he was there, because he found her, just passed away. Oh. And yeah, so apparently Cotton Bell's having a hard time because she just made a friend, and yeah, it's pretty depressed right now. I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do about that because I don't. I, I think that when a cat's depressed, it's it lingers longer than a human does because they don't get they don't get the medicine and stuff you know to help boost
1: you know you know your mood and stuff right yeah and we had um two before these two that one passed unexpectedly at 17 and a half and the other one um, passed at 18 and um the one that that um passed at 17 and a half did 17 and a half just happened to be christmas Oh <laughs> <So>. no! <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, so um, yeah, so that was it's been a hard time that way, but yeah, he was the 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 one that lasted to 18. I mean, you could just tell he was, you know, depressed and. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of it also had to do with he wasn't feeling well either. Um, when you get up to age, yeah, because isn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah, it's like is it the same with cats for the lives?
1: Like no, the dogs. No, the the cats actually um, age quicker earlier on. So in the their first year, by the end of their first year, they're actually in their teenage years. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, it's it's not like a dog. Not seven years. You know, every year is seven years in a dog's life, or however that goes. But um, no, cats are their progression is different and quicker, and then they stay in adulthood longer um, than. Like a dog would. I, I didn't think. know that. I thought yeah. they were both seven. No, I looked it up on the internet. Of course it's right because it's the internet. Yes.
0: <laughs> that has to be the truth. Okay. Everyone, <laughs> believe what you read.
1: Yeah. So, and I read a couple different articles and both of them both of them said it's not exactly the same as a dog and, and I'm not and you know, I'm not sure if it's seven years for every dog, because I heard that the larger breeds like uh, Great Danes. Um, age quicker because okay. they're so big. Um, so I don't.
0: So it's a you know, small dog. I'm not a vet. Hmm? Yeah. So small dogs, it's longer. It's longer time to age. That is. I that is, I thought that it was all dogs. I am so confused now. Like I now I have to research this myself. Yeah. I
1: I'm not a vet, so <laughs> it's okay. I, I can tell you about I just the cat learned part. something.
0: I just <laughs> learned something. See, that's that's what's great, you guys. We learned about the lives of animals. Yeah. <laughs> you can't so, get yeah, that from, anywhere <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. go google yeah <laughs>
0: so. yeah we we don't want to read books we want to read what google says
1: yep or whatever <laughs> alexa tells us if you have one of those creepy things in your home Oh my
0: goodness. yeah so the radio shows are all trying to do the alexa play da 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 and it's like then someone's gonna tweet my Alexa went off because you said it on the radio and it's like that is so overplayed you guys I guarantee your Alexa did not go off because the radio station said to play it because isn't there a setting on Alexa where you could like um voice recognition
1: I don't have one. So. I don't
0: have one either. <laughs> I'm just assuming. I don't want I'm assuming one. <laughs> that's a test. I don't want one either. I, because I feel like that's laziness. I'm sorry, but it is. Like, why do you need someone to go, Alexa, turn on the light to my room? It's like you're not even a foot away. And it's, really? There's a switch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I um, there's a number of reasons why I don't want that little creepy thing in my house. So
0: they spy on you. Just, yes. Yeah. There's yeah, too much. I, I won't about, say, it, you know, I won't say it because I don't want them spying on me and trying to attack me. Cause I don't want them to find me at all, but you know who I'm talking about you guys.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I the it's books crazy. that I, when I do research on them, since it's an MI6 agent, and there's a um, guy that's part of an FBI in there, and there's also you know, the CIA's in there and, and all of that. I mean, I, I read up on all these declassified CIA operations and the things that they do. You know, it's just you just kind of go, no way. And it's, So, no, I don't want Alexa knowing everything I'm doing. But I can say that my podcast, um, if you go, Alexa, please play all things creative, it will find the last episode and play it because – I was in a house that had Alexa and I said, I'm going to try this and see what happens. And it listened to my voice and it found my podcast and started playing it. And people were like, is she throwing her voice? What's (laughs) that's creepy. That (laughs) is so
0: freaking creepy that it recognized your voice.
1: Yeah. Well, not only mine, but from now
0: on voice changer initiation will, will happen very, very soon on my podcast. I'm kidding. Not really. <laughs> I'm not going to change my voice cause exactly.
1: you said it. Every well, every, every house I've been into That's had one of those It's responded to other people's voices So that's crazy. either they have that turned off I, I don't know Like I said I don't want one I have enough people that track me I don't need <laughs> other things to do that too It exactly. <laughs> <So laughs> just gets a little crazy Guys, because I I don't need any more craziness in my life. It's crazy enough.
0: I can't stand it when you're seriously talking about something and then you open up your Safari or whatever and it's there. Like I just I can't stand the fact that something is still listening, no matter what. How did that happen? Yeah, I wonder how. And then you know the news articles like there's a way to turn it off. It will never turn off. You guys don't believe the shit that's going out there on the internet. I'm telling you, no matter what you do with the settings and stuff, people are still listening. It's not... It's, I'm not saying any more on that issue, because everyone knows. Yes. Everyone knows. It's on my conspiracy <laughs> blog, so... <sighs> read with... You know, read it at your own risk. Um, well. Basically. <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> I can't stand it either. It's... Absolutely insane. And that's why, you know, you cover up your webcam and all types of stuff. It's scary. The world is scary. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep, it is. Ugh. Well, that was a downer.
0: Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was a really change. Like, we were go happy-go-lucky with pets, and then we're talking about people finding each other. Oh, my goodness. So, with that being said, your favorite genre is what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, mystery, I like mystery thrillers with, you know, just a little bit of historical edge I would have to never it, guessed. I would have um, never guessed. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mine is the same thing. I love mysteries. I really do. I just, I love something where, you know, like the, fil- the I love films especially where it's a total twist. Like, I don't like predictable films. I just don't because some of some them, like, okay it's acceptable because okay it's christmas whatever um but other ones like for horror films and stuff if it's predictable i'm just i'm very disinterested you know like i'm just mm, i know disinterested isn't a word but i'm just i'm distant so Mm -hmm. i like the films where it's um it's complete twist I don't know. I'm trying to think of a film. I really liked, um, now I'm blanking on the film. I, I don't know. Oh, The Descent. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen it? The Descent yep, is an I, amazing I blank film. Out. What is it? The Descent. Oh, The Descent. No, yes. I have not seen it. It's a great film because it's it's completely, like, there's some predictable parts, but it's not so predictable that you don't know what's going to happen. Like, at the end, I knew the main character was going to survive. However, it just the way it came about. is it's, it's, yeah, it's so good.
1: When you write, you learn to um, figure out plot points and and different things like that. I mean, there has not been a movie that I haven't sat in and figured out within the first 15 minutes who the bad guy was or who was going to die next or or whatever. Um, and okay. It's just once you start writing and you know you have to have this plot point at this point and you have to have another plot point at this point, pretty much they all... So, um, I, you know, I'm trying to remember the last film that completely took me off guard and... I can't even think of it. What so, about Deja Vu? It's been a while. That movie
0: with Deja Vu. I um, haven't seen that one. I haven't oh seen my that one. goodness. Oh so. my goodness. It has Denzel Washington in it. Yeah, it's a good one Um, mm-hmm. because I guarantee you won't even know what's going to happen at the end. Well, You're going to be totally I'll have, shocked. I'll have a look at it. Yeah. I have a look at and and then, the and then write about tale. it. You make a tweet yeah. and you tag me in it and we going to go to war. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never do that to you. I would <laughs> No, but you just let me know what you think about the film. It's really good. Um it was actually made in 2006. Oh, okay. It's,
1: yeah. It's a good one.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah. I'll so, I'll check it out. So All
0: right, good, good, good. So um, we're going to ask a couple fun questions. Okay. Um, so let me bring them up real quick. Cause like I said, I'm not prepared by any means. We were kind of just like, oh, do you want to talk really quick? And then we ended up doing so, but we started actually on time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll pick questions to perk up boring gatherings is what it says. <laughs> i literally look up questions i do i try not to pick the same ones in any podcast i try not to all right so if you could change one thing about yourself what would it be
1: I pretty much changed most of the stuff about myself that i didn't like so i went from being a blonde to a redhead um probably my yeah, but
0: redhead fits you though
1: Thanks. <laughs> it does.
0: I don't think I could picture you with blonde hair. I really don't.
1: Yeah, I should send you my wedding pictures. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my With my goodness. blonde hair. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably. Like I said, if I could fix one thing, I would probably uh, want to be a little bit thinner. So, yeah. but that's really shallow. I mean, it, it. My weight doesn't bother me. But I mean, I'm not obese. But you know, I just. Like every woman, oh, I wish I didn't have these hips <laughs> you know, or whatever.
0: I've got so. a big ass and I hate it. My boyfriend loves it. And I'm like, you, do you realize how much more the material is for me to like have to buy it? And it's going to be more <laughs> than those with the skinny ass? Yeah. It's <laughs> yep. it's ho- so hard to find fitting clothing.
1: Yeah,
0: Like, that's the issue. It's not that I have an issue with my body. It's just like... Why do I have to go to another store that's more expensive to find something that fits me? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I would love to just go to one store, one store only, and be able to find something for me. And I really do. I really try to go to Walmart. It's not the best store, but yeah, I do try to go to Walmart or Myer or something like that. And I find clothing, and I go home, and I try it, and it's too tight. And I'm like, damn, I knew this was going to happen, yet yeah, I still took the tag off. Meh, I'll just sell it. <laughs> <laughs> There I'm not going to make anything off of it, but, yeah, I'll make something.
1: Yeah. Shopping uh, was not my favorite thing to do when I was I in high it. school. I hated it. Yeah,
0: so. but I hate ordering online even worse. Like, clothing, I just hate it because you don't know if you get it. It's too small. Then you're like, I just need uh, shipping and everything for this. Like, it depends on the material for me.
1: Yeah, I just followed the size chart, and then nobody knows what size I am anyway because I'm doing it all except for the Internet. Probably the whole Internet knows what size I am, so <laughs> –
0: I just like being in person and be able to try on the pants and stuff like I feel like I can order any shirt online fine the shirts are fine but it's the pants yep because you might get pants that both your legs you know fit in you're like oh my gosh this is gonna work and you get to the waist part and it won't button and it won't zip and you're like (laughs) you gotta be serious and then they're like oh well you could just get a little attachment and you could put in your pants I'm like that's not gonna cover the gap that's in between showing you know (laughs) My little chunk like that's not gonna happen. I'm like, I've got baby chunk on my 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 Stomach right now still and it's been almost two years. And I'm like, it's just so hard to work it off I give props to all those girls that take it off like that Yep, I'm just like I'm envious but at the same time. Did you have to starve yourself? Mm. You know I you know not I'm not claiming everybody starves themselves, but I've met a couple of my friends and stuff like that and you know they've openly admitted that they've started themselves so they could get back to the baby. You know, get the baby weight off. And I'm like, that's not healthy either.
1: No, no. And I mean, quite honestly, with I mentioned that I had ridden 26 miles today on a bicycle. So I ride bikes, so I can eat what I want. So <laughs>
0: you're like, well, I just I rode this much. I lost 600 some calories. This piece of pie alone's like three times, so I can have two slices.
1: <laughs> no, I don't do that. But if I want a piece of pie, I, I eat a piece of pie. <laughs> I do <So>, that.
0: <did. laughs>
1: you know, I'm actually trying to drop a few pounds, so I actually have to burn more calories than I consume. So.
0: Yeah, I think um, it, that's what they say when you get, um, when you get older, you have to work twice as hard.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just. Saying. <laughs> I am so sorry. Thank you, my i I apologize ahead of time because I know that my <laughs> listeners are going to backlash on me for, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't think about you're, it. Words are spilling okay. out of my mouth at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even it's think fine. about it. <laughs> my mom's going to hate me. <laughs> She's like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So what would you do if you were invisible for a day?
1: <laughs> did that answer it enough? <laughs> we won't ask that question. I did, but we won't answer it. That was, okay. that was the laugh I usually have when I'm writing and I'm writing the bad character. You hear me laughing like that. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever thought about turning your books into a film?
1: Oh yeah. I actually wrote one script so far and, um, Read, I'm actually working on a second script now. I, I look at it and I see it more as a series than I do a film, but
0: okay. you know, series. Netflix,
1: get on this Black Brown or something like that. Yeah. Netflix. Yep. 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 That's what get I'm looking on it. for. Get
0: on it. And then yep. you can have your laugh recorded and then that'll be like, <laughs> played in the background. People are like, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then you're coming out from the shadows. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> well, there's this
1: one thing that happens in the first book that, um, Took all of my relations, my my cousins and um, my friends by surprise. I mean, they, they first thing, that like if they've read the book and I hadn't seen them, and then like I show up, you know, and I walk in and they were sitting looking at me going, how could you write that? God, that was so gross. And I was like sitting there going, write what? <laughs> and then Which they would part? tell me and I'm like, that really grossed you out? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't think it was that gross. <laughs> so they're like, you're
0: twisted. They're yeah, like, they are. I could like, get I much, much about worse. You. <laughs> you're like, I could get much, much worse from here. Would you want to hear this? And they're like, no. And you're like, don't read this book. But
1: it's one thing <laughs> that really gets my my cousins to go, oh, no, don't say paper cut in the eye and they're like don't you dare put that in the book (laughs) (laughs) really
0: yeah that's that's minor oh my goodness (laughs) that is so minor for what could be are oh you kidding me? Half of your audience is now going. Oh, stop it! Really? Because you could take um, what was it? A melon that is scoop the eyeball out, and then you can <laughs> slice it with the paper just so the juices will flow, and then someone's <laughs> left with one eye out, and then it's just drooping on there. Like, yeah, you can get so much more detail out of that, you guys. The paper, yeah, that's that's nothing.
1: Well, now everybody has to go buy the the first book to figure out what I was talking about. It wasn't a paper cut by in the eye, by the way. It's, it's um, a little bit more gross than that.
0: Well, I <laughs> so. will have to try to um, – what's the title of it again?
1: Blind Influence is the Blind first book. Blind
0: Influence. I will look that up completely. We'll see if I can read it through because <laughs> – you know how long it's been since I read I a know. book through? <laughs> through and through. I know.
1: Well, <laughs> you have a young one. It's – um.
0: Yeah. I know. Yeah. So you might have to do audio.
1: Oh, and it is it is available on audio. It's um Well, it's bingo. Out of Audible. So and there's a free trial um with with it over at Amazon, I think. So you I've can...
0: got what 48 hours. Got it. No, okay. no, no, no. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> no it, it, I don't know if you have Audible already, but no, if I you don't. don't, there's a free trial, you get like 2 months free or 2 books free, something like that and then you can cancel it. So
0: you guys she just gave you some advice. Yes, I so do. So you create like five email accounts, okay. This is how you do this. <laughs> and then that's
1: <laughs> Watch it Amazon. Amazon's pretty down on that kind of stuff. I mean they 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 um they can get after you. I mean they I did one ad with Amazon that passed their you know, ads team said, yeah, this is OK, because the tagline for the series is it's kind of like Jason Bourne meets the good wife in the West Wing. Mm-hmm. So or House of Cards, if you prefer that one better. Um, and I had that in the ad and it it posted out fine. The ads committee or whatever said, yeah, it's a go. The book was selling like crazy. And then I get a message from them saying, oh, you're using trademarks in your um your tagline, so we can't run your ad anymore. I'm like, okay, so somebody reported me, mm-hmm. <laughs> or or they figured it out. So you know, like like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing type of thing, and somebody <laughs> on the right hand figured out that somebody on the left hand let this go by. So it, um, I ended up having to shut the the ad down. But like, in, it was just amazing how quickly that sold. So I knew it was a good tagline. It's just that I can't use it out on. Amazon because they Jason Borden's trademarked, Good Wife is trademarked, and the um, West Wing is trademarked. So nice, yeah.
0: Well, I will take back what I said about Amazon, but you guys keep in mind what I said, and then I will say that <laughs> I I take it back because I don't want Amazon to come after me.
1: Yeah, they will.
0: I will not say that I did not say that, so I'm confusing all of you guys on purpose. And uh, we move on. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, so, you know, it, it might, you might get by with it. Who knows? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Uh, so, who would play you in a movie of your life?
1: Hmm. Well, I, I don't know. The first name that came to mind was Amy Adams. And then the second name that came to mind was Julia Roberts. So, maybe Julia could play the old me. <laughs> so, and Amy would play the young me wouldn't mind Jennifer Lawrence either I like her a lot as as well so how's that <laughs> we'll just leave it at that
0: <laughs> so. I don't know because I honestly think Sally Field could do it I
1: like Sally Field
0: yeah she's amazing you guys my favorite scene it's, it's also my mom's favorite scene from Steel Magnolias
1: I knew you were going to say that
0: yeah everyone <laughs> does the, I want to know
1: why. Yep. <laughs> why show Shelby did that? We... Yeah, I it's, love when, that. When I see that, I just look at my husband and say, Sybil's back. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't know if you ever saw her play Sybil, the one that had all the personalities.
0: Yeah, they actually did a remake where I didn't see Sally Field's version. I saw someone else's.
1: Well, that, that part is I want to know why, where she's crying and, and all that. That was pure Sybil. So, oh really? Go, yeah, go watch the old Sybil. Um, it'll freak I you out, to. but it's um, but yeah, she did a wonderful job in both movies. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a Sybil moment. Oh, awesome!
0: <laughs> because that was made before that movie, right?
1: Yes, I would assume. years before that movie. Yes, it oh, was she, made probably in she the she was 80s. a lot younger. Oh wait, we we did a case study on it in high school, so it had to be made in the seventies.
0: Okay, because this movie from Steel Magnolias was 1989, so.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. But that's it's one of my favorite movies. Um, Julia Roberts was amazing. You know, everybody. So, you know, if no one knows who Sally Field is, um, you guys, first off, screw you. And second, um, you guys know what, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire. She was also the wife in that film, too, if that rings a bell. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So screw you if you don't know her. Um, Julia Roberts, something I think everyone knows, and Dolly Parton, everyone knows. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a great film. Yep. Such a- but I could picture her doing, you know, being you.
1: She has to dye her hair red.
0: <laughs> Poor Sally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she could handle it. Okay. Yep. Um, do you ever talk to yourself? And what do you say?
1: I never talk to myself, but my characters certainly talk to me. <laughs> so it sounds like I'm talking to myself.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But Yeah, I do. i <laughs> yeah. A lot. Everybody yeah. does. If you say that you don't, <laughs> yeah. then you're lying. Because I have to talk yeah. to myself in my car. I, like, have different scenarios playing in my head. Like, if I'm really mad, I talk it out with myself. Because I know if I say that in front of someone else, if I lash out... At work or something like that, then I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble. So yeah. I'm just like, you know what? You wanted to talk shit, and I go off on myself.
1: Yeah, I um, I I I do talk to myself, but half the time when I'm talking to myself, I'm playing out a scene for the book, or I'm um, trying to figure out how to paint something that I want to paint. So I'll be talking to myself that way. Um, so I don't. I, I guess I don't really consider it talking to myself because I'll be taking. I, not only do I talk to myself, I use different voices. So, oh. so if, my, if I'm working out a scene, I try to go from a British accent to a Southern accent because Bobby Jenkins is from the South, and then um, you know, Nicole is from where we live—Ohio, Indiana—that type of thing. So I don't have to really worry, worry about my accent for that, but. You know, the British agent and the Southern draw back to back is very hard to do. But, um, yeah. So not only so do I my talk to myself, question. I always do it in accents.
0: Do your accents.
1: No. No? <laughs> no. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I got shut down again. Oh,
1: yeah, they're too embarrassing. They're really, really bad. So. Oh,
0: my goodness. I, I, I get that with you because um, when I was still in, like, the dating game or whatnot, I was actually talking to someone who was British and I was like, you know what? I could try to do this. No, no, no. I did it. He was laughing at me.
1: Yeah. So I it's...
0: get it because I'm like, you think that it sounds good until you actually meet someone and you try it. And, and, and,
1: and yeah, I don't want to. I do know people. Um, I have very good friends that are British um, and I don't like want to insult them. Accent. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so i I won't do that.
0: So. <laughs> I know. I don't know if they find that demeaning or not. Like, I no. don't know. No, they and just laugh A lot of people don't. Me. Yeah, a lot of people laugh. Yeah.
1: They got good sense of humor, but I'm yeah. still not going to insult them.
0: Anyone who has an accent is just so sexy. Like, I, the accent itself. Like, I wish I had an accent. Not a country accent with the twang, but, you know, like, I like the British and the Australian.
1: Mm. Yeah. Are you watching Killing Eve?
0: No, is that
1: on Netflix? It's um, so on BBC America and AMC, uh, but it has Sandra Oh and Jodie Cromer, uh, and Jody Cromer oh, plays yeah, a, Russian spot, a Russian Russian yeah. assassin. Yeah, Sandra she goes through. Oh. Yep. She she is amazing. She goes from British accent to Russian accent to American accent, back to Russia. I mean, just without even thinking. I would love to see the outcome you know, the bloopers on that, because I'm sure she's got them crossed a couple of times. Well, but she would have to, like, a
0: lot of people have to stop themselves and remind themselves to do something, you know, yeah. like, that's why they have that one, um, when they, they focus on one person and they switch it to someone else, that's their break where they can like practice the one accent and then they usually go back. So if you're saying she's like on the spot doing it, yes, that's, that's really impressive yeah Uh, so i'd have to watch that okay because i've heard about it and i saw commercials for it but i was like at first i was like "Mm, it's probably not gonna be too good because sandra oh was one of the stars in Grey's anatomy and then um no one knew where she went for a couple years so she was doing movies yeah well i didn't know (laughs)
1: <laughs> she did uh, under the Tuscan sun and uh, oh got a whole bunch of other ones but yeah she's she's um, doing Killing Eve and Jodie Cromer was the White Queen I think is that series that she came from um, to do Killing Eve and it's okay. just totally different two different roles for her and she's I mean she's just amazing
0: okay so. all right y'all have to check that out all right so last question. Name a product or service you love so much that you'd be happily to be that company's spokesperson.
1: <laughs> oh wow, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> the you material- always ask
0: easy questions. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Um, no, I, I'm not material materialistic all that that much. This, I'm trying to think. I, I guess it would have to be a hair dryer because I would not go out if I didn't have a hair dryer. To dry my hair and style it. Is there it a specific with, so. brand? Um, well, Conair is the one that I have right now, so.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I guess it would have to be that because I it, really, if I couldn't style my hair, I would not leave the house. So.
0: So like the commercials <laughs> have your hair blowing in the wind.
1: You yeah, want to try out this product?
0: product? <laughs> there you go. So so what's your what's your line? Go ahead and tell me your line. Ready, set, go.
1: For the hair dryer? Yeah. How no. are you gonna sell it to
0: me? No, oh, no. That's the third time, guys. Yeah,
1: sorry. I'm. It's, it's getting late. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why I was saying the last question. Yeah. But yeah. So um. Anyways, I don't know. Maybe it is. You
1: know, there's no life without chocolate. Maybe it's more chocolate so, than it is the hair dryer. So.
0: So maybe the, what yeah. the commercial could be was you found. Hair dryer with some chocolate on a pillow, and that was your gift from your supposed lover. And so then you're like, Oh, so I have to get ready for tonight, so then I have to dry my hair. And then it it starts, and you're like, If you want to try this product, you make sure you get Conair.
1: Well, there you go, you just wrote the whole commercial,
0: yeah. And then you (laughs) eat a piece of chocolate at the end.
1: (laughs) There you go, (laughs) and and you know that there are people who say that chocolate is a substitute for sex. So if you eat the chocolate, then yeah, you but don't Yeah, That's the, the man, whole purpose. Right? You there got you your go. hair ready.
0: Okay. I was trying to be subtle. Oh, and
1: so okay. then, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Subtle is no, not, my... not one of my specialties. <laughs> it's not so... mine
0: either. I was just playing. So you know that when you do your hair and then you eat that piece of chocolate, you know what's to come. Yep. Bedtime. No pun
1: intended. <laughs> At my age, bedtime.
0: <laughs> no pun intended when I said that. Okay. So, I thank you very, very much for joining my podcast. Is there anything you want to, um, you know, advertise? Well, really quick,
1: go out and visit, uh, LindaFissler.com. It's, um, L I N D A F is in Frank, I S L E R.com. Um, my po- links to my podcast is out there. All things creative. If you're interested in listening to master artists talk and, <laughs> um, and some other authors, I also do some authors, um, that's out there as well, but uh, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. this was fun. No
0: problem. And then I'll also be getting your social media links, and I'll also post them in the description, That'd so be you great. guys can also follow her and keep up, you know, to date as to what's going on in her life as well as the work that she's doing. You guys make sure to check out her book,
1: and again, it's named Blind Influence. There's four books actually: Blind Influence, Blind Persuasion, Blind Alliance, and then Cloaked so um there that's why go. i call it that's why i call it hashtag blind series so
0: i like it i like it a lot so you guys make sure to check that out again thank you so much for joining it was a complete honor maybe eventually you could join another podcast of mine and it won't be just about you <laughs> <laughs> so just maybe great. <laughs> all
1: right great. But
0: you enjoy the rest of your evening
1: you too thank you all so right. much
0: no problem yeah. bye <laughs> bye